Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back into the OC Fan TV studio. What are you laughing at, huh? Nothing. Yeah, welcome back into the OC Fan TV studio. I think this is podcast episode number 95. So we got five more episodes until we've hit 100. We're getting there. That we are. It's been two years, almost 100 episodes. Hell of a ride. That's for damn sure. That's crazy. I I was going to say, with 50 a year, you're almost at that. Uh, once every week, every year, but we just—I don't think we can say that we've been <laughs> consistent throughout those two years. <laughs> no, it's no. definitely been up and down, that's for sure. Yeah, but we're here. We're getting to that point. A hundred episodes, hundredth episode. Hopefully, we have something pretty cool we can get put together for that. Got to start planning for that now. Yeah, it gives us about five weeks. Hopefully, we can yeah. figure something out. And maybe Going. with the season starting soon, maybe it'll be a little bit sooner too. So. You're gonna say, knowing us, it'll be a last-minute plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just come up. You want to record tonight? It'll be a last-minute plan, Fucking, and it'll yeah. be midway through the season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. before the end of the season review. That's true. Just n- never, no episodes from now until the end of the season, <laughs> just because we want the hundredth episode once, to be. Once we hit ninety-nine, you can expect a like a three-month break from us, a little <laughs> hiatus. <laughs> Got to go on vacation. That would Recording be nice. from Cancun. <laughs> Ooh. Well, you know what can get you to Cancun is potentially winning a bet, and you can do that with our sponsor of today's episode. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. And remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Still, to this point, Owen, you are not legally allowed to bet. Joke, maybe you're getting a little old, but you are not. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I got for that. Bars. Um, ooh, technical difficulties. No, we're straight. It's fine. It's, it's all good. We're I chilling. just might have had a sped ed moment over here, but we're good. It's nothing we're not used to. Um, something that we're not used to is breaking news on this podcast, and someone over on the other couch possibly has some breaking news that he said might affect what happens with the rest of the podcast episode. So I'm going to try to waffle for a second, give you a little bit of time to figure that out. I'm good. All right, then there we go. Let's go to the breaking news over on the other couch. He's good. Don't question him. All right, so... What, are we, what What segment are we entering right now? B- b- breaking news with Bryce. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. So this guy on Twitter, Jermaine Garcia. That was really that, that hard. I don't know. It's, it's, it's the way so it's spelled. It's spelled. Anyways, he has like 101,000 followers on Twitter. He says, oh, my God, let me translate this. Gaston got. Gaston Gonzalez will reinforce Nacional in Uruguay. Or Uruguay. And, yeah, Orlando City and the Bolso reached a verbal agreement for a loan until the end of the year. 
So he's going on loan. On loan to Nashany now. What are we doing on the left side of the pitch? So, <laughs> yes, that's question number one. But thing number two is that's one of our U22 initiative players. But a loan doesn't cancel that out, does it? No, it does. For U22. Only for DPs. Only DPs is the problem. So that's one of our U22 initiative players. So that means we buy down either Enrique or Cesar. We have a full DP slot. Oh, wow. I did not expect that. Yeah. Enrique is a DP? He's no. A, no, he's a U22. Oh. And since we were using all three of our U22 initiative slots, that's what was causing our issues with the young DP. Th- with the DP. To, okay. Yep. So we get rid of Gaston on loan. Then we buy down either, either Cesar or Enrique with Gam or Tam. Tam. It was going to be a lot of Gam. Uh-huh. But now, buy down two of them. but now it is much more feasible to buy down one of those two players and have a full open DP slot. We can't buy down Wielder, though. We just gave him a new contract, so it's going to have to be. But it's uh, not oh, Wielder. Oh, sorry, sorry. Caesar or. Sorry, Caesar and, or Ramiro. It's like, what, 26, 28? Oh, okay. Shut up. Caesar or Ramiro. I think between the two, it's got to be Ramiro. Well, I think the limit that we could spend was somewhere in the $2.67 million range. Um, and being that Enrique was signed last year for three-something, he might be the more realistic option. I could be completely wrong on that number, um, but that's something. Look at that. Yeah, I know. Ooh, I literally just saw that right before we went live, and I'm like, damn. I mean, that's <clears throat> Through the end of 2024. Hmm. So a full wow. year, and now there kind of goes one of our potential backup left backs. Yeah. Along with our other backup left back. The other matches went final tonight. Fort Lauderdale's lost yet again <laughs> in preseason. <laughs> Fucking trash. It is so, like, somebody said something about them being America's team, right, when they went to El Salvador. Absolutely not. Well, and it's like, one, no. But two, how is it the America's team when they're not? They played one preseason game on American soil, because like now they're going to Saudi right after this. Yeah, they got to go play the other big man, Yeesh. Antonio Brown of the soccer world. <laughs> Good lord, yeah, that's a take. <laughs> I mean, bros, bros out there thinking he's spitting bars, talking about the Saudi league being better than the French league. Like at this point, give me the MLS. Honestly, it's more competitive than the French League. I don't know about better. Yeah, the league is more competitive. No, because (laughs) all it is is Etihad and um, fucking... The wall? Yeah, just back and forth every year. It's better than PSG every fucking year. Yeah, well, that's true. All right, well, that's kind of interesting. And then you were hinting at it with the Ojeda news. Um, That also broke today a little while before the pod um, from a random source out of Boca, uh, potentially Ojeda on a loan move to Boca Juniors over there in Argentina. Um, as of right now, and everybody kind of agrees, I know like in at least the Orlando city, like podcasting space, it's very unfounded rumor. Like this guy is not a, said to be a credible source never really hit on anything so it could just be smoke but 
it's something to pay attention to attention to that's for sure yeah if we're letting Luca Petrasso go on the left side now Gaston go on the left side and possibly Ojeda go on that left side we're left with Rafael Santos Ivan Angulo Kyle Smith Kyle Smith Ish. Enrique ish. ish. Yeah, but we were also saying that he could be playing on the right side. He could be playing up top, and now he's going to be playing out left. So basically, we have four attackers again. Not again, yeah. but we have four. No, it, it is back to what it kind of was before, where we're calling for more depth and needing more signings, and we're getting ready to go into potentially our busiest season ever in the like ever period. So. It's not exactly exciting, but something's. We got to have something. There's got to be. There's got to be names on the board. Like we there has to be. Because I mean, think about it. A couple months ago, like when the season ended, we're all calling for better quality depth. Now at this point, honestly, anything will do. <laughs> just because we are so thin on that left side, we could be fucked. I just. I'm saying this right now, and I know a lot of other people agree with me. If we end up with fucking Origi, I'm going to be pissed. I will lose my. I will. I will. Origi shouldn't be it. Yeah. I will lose my fucking shit if that is the guy that we're getting rid of all these players to bring in. I. Yeah. I will riot. It's <laughs> it's kind of scary because you have all these Duncan McGuire rumors of him and Stoke. Orlando City supposedly trying to figure something out, but there's a bunch of interest over in Europe, even in MLS. So a DP striker coming in, we're selling all these players. It's just not – I just hope that's not the route we're going down because – Yeah, we've, we've seen a bunch of players leave now, but we haven't seen anyone come in. And I know that the front office has said – yeah, we're working on a lot of things behind the scenes. You just have to wait a minute, and then we'll see them come through the door. But we're not we're not seeing that. If anything, we're only seeing rumors of players leaving, and usually you want to see rumors of players also coming into the club. Like when, when Chelsea was selling half their squad last summer, you would also hear rumors about a bunch of players also coming in. We're not getting that, and it's getting to the point where it's kind of scary because you look at the depth, yep. it's not there. And we're playing in four competitions, three at the same time, and then one being the League's Cup. But we need players in the door. Yeah, and the only thing we've got is the one rumor for David Recolo over there, and it seems like we're being stonewalled by the club, and they don't have any interest in selling him at this point in time. But he's trying to force a move out, no? Obviously, but like we don't have the luxury of continuing to wait for this no. to work out. Like Preseason starts, like we play our first match on Saturday. Like, let's be real here. Like, we play on Saturday. We have no right wing depth. We have no left side of the pitch depth. We're playing with a 34-year-old at the 10. We have no midfield depth either. So it's we're, we're missing a starting center back, and we play our first match in six days. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. We've been praising our front office for being fantastic for the last – three four years and here we are we're kind of fumbling the bag right now i don't know is it that or do they really have a bunch of stuff lined up that's not getting leaked because we are a club that doesn't really allow stuff to be leaked until our own social media team starts to post stuff but it, and it's never really 
oh, some journalists leaked it first. So we could just be getting blue balled up until Orlando City breaks it. Right, but we're getting too close. You know what I mean? Like we're already in the preseason. We want guys practicing with the team right now, getting integrated with yeah. getting integrated. We play we play our first actual match of football on Saturday. Ojeda's not back. Like and Ojeda may not be back. On top right. on top of that, the uh European transfer window closes in what, seven days or so? Seven, nine End days or something. Eight eight, nine days? Right? End of January. So there's that coming up. Yeah, so the Ojeda thing. We we kind of touched on it, but like that doesn't make sense for us as a club at all. I like I understand him being Argentinian and like Boca is a huge club and it's a huge honor to go over there and play for them. But at a certain point, us as a club kind of have to put our foot down and be like, look, we're not loaning a DP player away because there's no benefit to that for us because we alone doesn't mean that we get that DP slot. Mm-hmm. Depends on how much they're they're taking on in that loan, how much it is. It has to equate to the transfer. It doesn't make sense. Like outgoing loans never really make a lot of sense for the parent club, other than development. But this makes no sense. So at like a certain point, like maybe he wants a move, but you got to kind of look at him and be like, they're not willing to commit. Yeah, we I are. I wouldn't really be mad at him if he wanted to move, because I mean. You'd have to say that he played less minutes than Angulo, and I think he had more goal contributions. Yeah. So we always have this talk of Angulo does so much work off the ball, the pressing, the getting back, winning the ball back defensively, and Ojeda doesn't bring you that. But if Ojeda played half the minutes that Angulo played, and he, I think it's one more goal contribution, then I feel like <clears throat> Ojeda should be playing more. And if that's what he's mad about and he wants to leave – then you got to respect that, or you got to give him the minutes that he deserves. Because right, right now we're all kind of like meh with Angulo, ooh Angulo. But you like at this point, give Ojeda his chance, let him play. Yeah, my thing is though, I feel like he he is fighting with Angulo for that spot, obviously, and he deserves more minutes. But it, in reality, he's fighting with Facundo for playing time because that, that's what the position he is. He's a right winger. Like I know he can play on the left, but it's not technically like what he's done and Facundo has become such an important part of this team and clearly what we're going to build around it's kind of tough to be brought in as a DP in the same spot as somebody else that's been a DP and uh, yeah so I get it why and especially like I said to a club front like Boca especially being Argentinian like it's a huge honor to be playing for that to wear that badge so yeah he's probably tempted by the move and him be, not being back and this news breaking is a little bit more worrisome. But, I don't know, hopefully he comes here and, and this was just smoke and there was never any conversations that actually happened and all that kind of stuff. And he's here, committed, wants to play here. Like you said earlier, there's no real solid uh, foundation Yeah, to this rumor. There's another guy that, that seems to do a lot of transfer, just opinion and or news for Boca. And the translation of the tweet says he, he was offered to Boca. Don't know if that's just a <coughs> translation uh, mishap there. But if that's the case, that's something. And Boca was also looking at him in 2022. So they do have longstanding interest in him. And I don't know about the, the offered bit. I, 
that's to me that's absolute bullshit. There's no way we offer up our DP player. I, I don't know. I, I feel like we might have if we didn't fully get the rules that you were saying that he doesn't come off the books as a DP. As a lone. If we were yeah. trying to find a, another way to do it and we get this deal with Gaston down and now we're like, okay, that deal is off. Maybe they were just looking for avenues, but. My only thing is, is like if they were, like you said, had long-standing interest in this player, and saw that he wasn't getting minutes here, you they can, can back. you you approach the club, you know what I mean? Like as us, we know what we have, you know what I mean? And like Mauricio was probably being u- overutilized last year, but maybe that's because he was the captain and him coming back, and Oscar felt, you know, a sense of loyalty to him potentially. This year, we're expecting him to play much more of a role. I think Oscar is expecting him to play much more of a role. I think he's expecting himself to play much more of a role. Mm-hmm. So it's like us as a club wouldn't be going out and pawning him off. You know Shouldn't what I mean? Be, no. Like he's he's got suitors and people that want to sign him always at any point in time. So it's like if we want to listen to offers, sure. But I don't think there's any shot in hell that Muzi and Ricardo – go over there and they're like, all right, Boca, here, sign this guy. Yeah. So, like you said, maybe a, a translation gap, but if that's the truth, then to me that whole rumor is bullshit. It's also like the weird the MLS moves or whatever it was uh, yeah, that, account, that, yeah, that yeah. started the whole Duncan to Stoke rumor and basically Tom Bogert's shut it down being like, this yeah. guy's an idiot, doesn't know anything, doesn't, know who, doesn't have any sources. Yeah. So... Makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about Duncan, but we know it's happening. It's going to happen eventually, especially if he comes out this year and has another year like last summer he may be on. Yeah, it's going to be another Daryl DK situation. There was already, I don't know about the Stoke interest, but there was the Blackburn interest mm-hmm. that I think it was concrete. So there was that, and then was it from Belgium or something? Yeah, I was going to say Belgium or Austria, right? Uh, I, don't I think Belgium was. Belgium, yeah. So, yeah, there's already concrete interest in him. And if he plays well again, then it's only going to be time before he leaves. Dave, how the magic looking over there? Fucking dire. Down it's 25 right now. <laughs> Not great. <clears throat> couldn't, be, mean, couldn't be City. Oh, down, to, oh, down 25. If City was down 25, yeah. we'd have <laughs> we massive, <laughs> massive problems. Um, so, Ojeda's not back yet. Hopefully that all gets sorted out soon. Really would have liked to see him play against Flamengo. Question for you, sir. So now we have, with Gaston gone, a full uh-huh. DP spot, right? Seven. What? I mean, if we were Miami. What? No, no, no. So with Gaston, we have the opportunity, opportunity to, get okay. to get one with buying down one of our other U22 players. I saw the number somewhere. You guys could talk. I was trying to find I was going to say... Maybe the front office is cooking because with the rumors with Ojeda, if we do get him gone on a transfer, that can only mean that maybe we were looking to get him off of our books because we want to bring in someone that would require that DP spot. But then you wouldn't have also got rid of Gaston, I feel. Maybe there's one or two players. If you buy down whoever's Ramiro to the or U22, right. then to if- get him off the books, maybe we are looking to get two, right. maybe not big big name players but two really good quality players yeah no if if we do transfer out Ojeda free up that DP slot and then buy down Cesar or Enrique yeah we better be bringing, bringing in two DPs 
that's the only way I, I see it because Luis Muzi's done a really good job recruiting wise. I can only imagine that we would want to get rid of Gaston this season and Ojeda is to bring in better quality. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the quality's there with Ojeda already. He just needs more minutes, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think we're going to go and find another, like, Tiago Almada or, you know, somebody like that, like Denny Bawanga or something, you know, like Ojeda's probably one of the better caliber players that we're going to be able to bring in. You know, we're so not. You never know. <clears throat> I mean, shit. Bring, give me Olivier Giroud. He already I mean, said he's there, interested. There's a, there's a left that's winger that's that's on rumored to you know heading out from his club. He's French. He could do it in the MLS. Oh, uh, Painso, <clears throat> Joseph Painso, right? No, that's no. to LA. He's pretty much Galaxy. I was yeah. talking about Mbappe. Oh, <laughs> you never. We're freeing up a DP spot. You something. never know. No, but yeah, you heard the rumor <laughs> here first. <clears throat> there is actually a French left winger looking to come to the MLS, but it is Galaxy. But I mean shoot, That's we can talking about he's coming here. We could we could squeeze our way in there, you know? <laughs> I think the problem with the the paint soul guy that was rumored with a Galaxy, I think the whole thing was his wages. He wanted so much money. And now the Galaxy are kinda like, eh, we don't know. Don't know if we have that kind of that much money. Don't know if we have the facilities for that, that big man. Exactly. So I don't know. What are you staring at me for? Well, they're both looking at something over there, yeah. so I was trying to get you to say something. You you two yes. w- waffle on for a second. I'm trying to find something. <clears throat> hey, I was, so that would be, I'm guessing that would have to have been a DP spot, yeah? Mm-hmm. For was Pace? Pace, Pace Hill. Pace Hill, heard. Speaking of our left, th- this is not what I was looking for, but I looked at something. Speaking of our left side problems, we did sign left back, homegrown. Oh, to hear Reed to Brown. To hear Reed Brown. Yeah. yeah. That's quality signing. Check the uh, the replies. Yeah. That's where it's going to be. What are we looking at? We're looking for the numbers of Ojeda and Gaston and all those fun stuff. Like stats-wise or? No, 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 no. Monetary. Um, yeah, so Tahiri Brown, 17 years old. I believe it was three caps with the, uh, what you, the, the U seventeen, national team. Yeah, sure. And then, I know he's made a couple. I think it was three. And then, uh, he was a MLS Next Pro All Star. That he was. So, there's there's lots of potential there. Definitely think there's an it's an OCB signing, but yeah, it's. It's got to be because we can't be relying on a 17-year-old kid to come in and f- even in a backup role fill that spot unless he's the next – I was – no, not going to – unless he's the next Marcelo, then would, <laughs> he shouldn't be starting or being like the main backup coming in every match for our first team. Yeah, lots of potential. It's something that we – I feel like a lot of fans noticed is um, – we're getting younger and Miami's getting older and you love to see it. Like all the signings we're making are U twenty two initiative, like YDPs with Facundo, now a full DP, but you know, seventeen year olds I hear, and then you see Miami bring in ninety seven year old 
uh, fucking Suarez. I mean, it's all progressive. Like you look, you look at it as an investment, right? Like yes, enter Miami. They'll bring in money right now, but in the future, you know, if they don't want to stay here in Orlando, we can sell them off for profit. We can make money that way. Miami, they're just gonna retire. They're gonna pay them. They're not gonna bring you any money after that. No, nope, definitely not. They might have made a few new fans for that club, but they might stay after. But not really. I see yeah, what if you're we're saying. We're being right? honest. How many are how many of those fans are going to stay after Messi's gone? Oh, they are. Ninety percent of them leave when Messi is subbed off. So exactly. Yeah. All right. We found the numbers. Shout out to Mike from Lions Den. You always do some great research with this monetary stuff. Went ahead and put this together. Bryce found it. So. Gaston is out, so it doesn't matter. But buying Caesar and Enrique out of their U twenty two slots, Caesar would be nine hundred sixty one thousand, and Enrique would be one point zero four mil. All right, so Caesar is actually so Caesar would be likely the one to go nine sixty four and one point oh four or one point oh four. So it's just, not just much, but it's. If you're using no, gam and it's, tam, it's it's a fifty thousand dollar difference. Yeah, still money. It's still difference. Yeah. You know, so definitely something to look into. You know, watch Wait. out and see what we're. Wait, sorry. If we used gam, it would only be two hundred seventy-seven thousand for Caesar, and three hundred fifty-six for Enrique. So Caesar using yeah. gam, but if we just wanted to buy it outright. Yeah. Does that so affect? But that doesn't affect. Say we got a DP after that. Say we bought Caesar out. We brought yeah. in a DP. Using Gam doesn't affect how much we can pay that DP. Correct. No. So no. It, it doesn't really matter, and, and unless you get down to the fine print of MLS, yeah. which they probably will end up having to. But to us on the outside, doesn't look like it makes much of a difference. No, I think it it affects your like depth signings, like. You being able to go out and buy some guys uh, to be your bench players and stuff like that using GAM. So do we get less GAM per season than TAM? Yes. I would imagine so, considering it's significantly less. It's just, so one's used, GAM is used to, my understanding, for players currently under contract on your team. Like, you can use, that's where you want to use that GAM. TAM is for your transfers, is your target allocation money. That's the money you get from the league to help you make transfers and, and get people in and, ma- and make those signings. It's like higher profile mm-hmm. signings, just not quite to DP levels. See, that's why we should just fucking get rid of this shit. This is, <laughs> this is oh, like, absolutely. no, no, deadass, this is like what, the sixth or seventh time we've tried to explain Tam, Gam, the fucking DP, U22 shit yeah. to each other. And it's still not making any fucking sense. So the basic of this, the base salary cap for an MLS squad, this is in 2023, is $5.2 million with an additional $1.9 million available in GAM and mm-hmm. $2.7 million in TAM. Mm-hmm. So you get $1.9 million of GAM and $2.7 million of TAM per season. On top of so your regular salary. Yep. How much is that total? Two, so you get 7.1 plus 2.7 9.8 mil. Yeah, you're looking at 10 mil a year in salary cap. And then whatever you spend on DPs. And DPs, but TPs only hit for 630-something K oh, on, of your salary cap. So of that 5.2 mil in the salary cap. Yep. 
So if you have three DPs, that's 1.8 mil mm -hmm. of that, which even brings when it down to 3.6. Yeah. Even when you're selling Messi or paying Messi 127 <laughs> mil, it's only 600K. Fantastic. On your. So it's a whole. That helps a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I. It's it's a whole lot of, like I like I said, monopoly money. Like the league gives you extra money to be able to make these signings. You use one for one type of thing. You use one to buy down contracts. And is it really extra money though, or are they just splitting up that ten million dollars in salary cap into different spaces? Well, that's, that's literally what it is it, in my eyes. Yeah, it's getting split up that way. But the way it's sold is this is money. This is the league. This is money from the MLS to make these signings. This is the money from the MLS to buy down contracts use on your current players like it's it's a mess like it's not even from the mls is the problem it's just your salary money yeah. yeah so like they why, just are, why are we it. getting restricted to maybe 10 million dollars a year well because that's what the salary cap is sal yeah i mean the league put out this plan what four or five years ago i can't remember and it's like incremental increases every single year then we all expected with Messi coming in last year, oh, we're all going to see this massive boost in salary cap. Like, they're going to give us so much more space. We're going to be able to make all these signings. We're going to get more TAM. We're, gonna, we're or Potentially, we're going to do away with TAM and GAM. And then it's just, just have a salary cap. No, the MLS was like, we're sticking with our plan and we're only raising the salary cap by like $1.2 million this year. I think it would be a lot easier. If it was, if you just had a salary cap, keep the DP spots. Don't even care. Keep the U22 initiative, and that's fine. Have your have your U22 initiative, and then like in England, they have homegrowns. You have to have a certain amount of English players in your squad. <coughs> even at chuck in, you gotta have two American players, three American players, and then your U22 and your DP, and everything makes so much more sense. And then it's easier to follow from a fan perspective of monetary stuff, and it's not. Wham, bam, gam, tam, thank you, ma'am. Shit. Yeah. Here's my little rant. So, moral of the story, hopefully the front office is cooking and not sleeping. Yeah, we're talking about a hate-off. <laughs> we're talking about everything at this point. It's all our contract situations, our depth, our... It's just a problem, and Fucked. hopefully... The thing is, yeah, yeah, like, we started talking about Ojeda... But it's so hard to talk about it and not talk about the whole the other stuff. Tend to Tam Gam. Well, because we try to explain it to ourselves. Yeah, well, because it's all it's all fundamental in how we're going to proceed with signing players and loaning players, buying down contracts, whatever. Hopefully, we did a good job breaking it down. Oscar and the lads are listening to it as we release it, and then we make some signings. They actually bugged the room. They bugged the room, and they, they, they heard we're signing Mbappe, so be on the lookout for that. We have the discovery rights? I have the discovery rights, actually. <laughs> so, yes, I'll be making a profit when we sign Mbappe. Mbappe, uh, Kevin De Bruyne. And well, everyone for, like, younger. I don't even care. Bro. Give me Bellingham, Mbappe, and... Bellingham. <laughs> now we're cooking. Declan Rice. And I'll pass. Um, uh, hear me out. Field's good enough. Amenda. No. It'll be cheaper. If we're if we're looking at some of the best <laughs> players in the world, why are we not talking about like fucking Saliba, Tiago Araujo? He can fit in the U twenty two initiative. Oh, I don't want him to leave. I'm just saying, like neither Mbappe, is. However, yeah, to 
back to PSG, leading but right back to the same locker room he left. <laughs> not, not, not if we free up that DP spot. Orlando City signs him and then he gets loaned back to PSG. It's like we were talking about in here with Al before. Like, man's been blue balling Madrid for years. Years. You think he's going to blue ball Madrid for Orlando City? Damn right. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go to Madrid when you can go to Disney? He's going to. He's going to lose the presidency of yes. France. <laughs> Blue ball Madrid for Orlando City. Yes. Why yes. be the president of France when you can be the president of Disney? And Universal and SeaWorld. And fun spot. Legoland. And Legoland. Like, do they have, what is it called, Epic Universe? Oh, yeah. yeah we got more do they have Epic Universe in Madrid? Nope. No. No. That stadium might be Epic Universe at this point. Well, I mean, we don't have Epic Universe in Not Orlando yet. <laughs> yet either. We will. By, no, the we time will. His, by the time he signs, gets loaned back to PSG for a season, then comes back to play in Orlando, Epic Universe will be finished. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. You well, can drive, I drive. Oh, yeah. That's that's a selling point right there, bud. You can you could sit in I-4 traffic every day of the week, buddy. You wanna you wanna listen to Puerto Ricans blast <laughs> their music? Explore Kissimmee. You Gotta wanna get that, the you Honda wanna Civic with yep. the, the fucking boom boom speakers? You want the tires ship? Yep. Yeah. The ship box exhaust and the the subwoofers. The this is an Orlando City podcast, by the way. It's the, it's no, it's just the <laughs> truth though. Everybody here that lives in Orlando knows exactly yeah. the, the oh. things that we. There goes the water bottle. R.I.P. What is that, Evian? Yeah. All right, enough about the players that don't play for Orlando City. It's not for more shithouse. <laughs> we're going to talk about the players that do play for Orlando City in Dagger Dan Thor Hansen coming back to the boys in training camp, coming back from Iceland, having a good showing over there for their national team, playing right back. Against South American sides, I believe. Yeah. Guatemala. Yeah. And yeah. Guatemala Honduras. is not South America. Central America. Look at and you. It well is part of CONCACAF. So it was Hunt. Uh, CONCACAF. Did you give him the cheer? <laughs> <laughs> He's learning. You just got history class with Bryce Miller. I, did. we got, I didn't expect that. We got history or geography. It, it's geography. Geog- a lot. Well, it, all of it. Look, we got breaking news with Bryce and now social studies with Bryce. We didn't, not well, yeah, sponsored we did by not Evian. Get paid for that. Actually, not. Yeah, fuck Evian. <laughs> uh, now mm. we're not getting paid by that. Uh, <laughs> it's good water. Makes you smart. <laughs> That's smart water. No. Oh, smart water is a fake. Yeah. So two teams from Concacaf in Honduras in Guatemala. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, a one no win and a two no win. I believe he started. Um, he started against Guatemala, right? He did. You got to start it right back against Guatemala. Shout out to the lad. Good showing. Always good to see the boys showing out for their national teams. Um, speaking of somebody else who showed out for their national team, we got Duncan McGuire getting a sub in. He should have played with showed them. out, but you can't really show out in a Greg Berhalter team. Yeah. No, oh, he not. showed out, though, with his, yeah, his, ha- his, his yeah. hair. So that's a talking point. He needs to just go bald now. Yeah. Cut it off. Yeah, buddy. Let's go, back to, the, let's go back to the, <laughs> the mullet and the mustache. That was the look. <gasps> Bruh, he needs 
to R9. The little mustache oh, on top no. of his head. Oh, no. no. Not with that I color hair. So. Oh, no. Bro. Mm, the color, though, the... I'm sorry. The I saw me saw the hair in high school. So, oh, that was... Oh, what's worse? <laughs> that or Dunk? Oh, that's a competition. So I saw... <laughs> The color of the hair, and the first thing that I thought was, I swear, if this guy starts doing this fidget spinner oh. out in the field, I'm going to lose my mind. Classic Anthony. Yeah. Not a great look, bud, but congrats on your cap. Love to see it showing out for the national team for the first time, if your first actual minutes. Wish it could have been under literally any other manager. Yeah, so we talk a little bit about U.S. men's national team stuff here, so let's go ahead and talk about it. Um I didn't watch, but ten minutes of that match. So, no, that you didn't. Like stomach. Look, you yeah. you don't need to watch the match because you see a score line like that, and that tells you all you need to know. And we are finished out here. Losing one nil to a B squad from Slovenia. Yep. B squad actually. See, yep. from Slovenia, you know they're a B squad. Oh, facts, bro. He the Slovenian people were saying they were their C squad. It's, well, even worse. David Brekalo actually called in. Yeah, David show. Brekolo called me because we're, we're gotcha. close like that. That's yeah, he said, look, you got to make your club offer more money. And by the way, that was our C-Squad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't gone to the club offering more money part, but he you were- told me about the whole C-Squad, yeah. We'll get to that after the USA talk. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to no, be fair, it was like our fucking C to D. Z-Squad. All right, but what a, like, what a slap in the face to the MLS period because like that was an MLS roster for the most part and they went out there and got slapped up by the Slovenian seaside the farmer horseshoe uh grass cutter people actually their land plays in MLS yeah i was going to say they're landscapers on the on the weekdays <laughs> talking about sunday leagues <laughs> It's it's so bad. Like you didn't need to watch the game to know that. Like the question has to be asked: What does Greg have on the United States Soccer Federation, and how did he get his job? It was whatever happened with uh, what's his face, Reyna. There was all that stuff that happened, and then I, I, I don't know. I have like, I hate to say this, but I have zero desire to watch my country play football. I had zero. I was watching Milan versus Udinese. Over this, right now, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. With Greg at the helm, I I could care less. If we get Mourinho in, I will be watching every second of everything U.S. soccer related. But while this man is at the helm, there is no passion, and I hate to say that, for the U.S. Soccer Federation because they they ruined it. It's ruined. No, we're going into what should be our fucking peak, our golden generation. So we've called it is reaching their prime years or in their prime years, playing at the top levels in the world. And we're hosting a World Cup in 2024 with our golden generation. Sorry, six. With our golden generation reaching the the latter years of their prime where they should be playing the best football they've ever played in their lives. And they are. We're seeing Tim Weah play for Juventus. Weston McKinney in there, Pulisic at AC Milan. Pulisic, player of the month in yes. Serie A. He's fucking Zlatan asked <laughs> for a Pulisic autograph. 
when has that ever happened in the history? Like, no disrespect to any of the guys that came before. You are not him because Zlatan didn't ask for your autograph. Zlatan don't ask for nobody's autograph. Zlatan, yeah, he doesn't ask for autograph. Zlatan gives autograph. So it's insane. And and we have the most incompetent dickhead at the helm going into what should be our peak. Yeah, it's absolutely killed it for me because we're just going to look like shit until he eventually runs out of contract again. And then they're like, let's bring him back. He had more dirt on somebody else or something. Let's give him another shot. And then we're going to be incompetent for 2030. And I'm sorry, I cannot watch him wear Air Force Ones or whatever Mm -hmm. he wears and then bounce the ball behind his back and then throw on a sub in the 89th minute and we lose 3-0. But it doesn't matter because the boys played hard. Money line. Don't want to hear that after Grand Potter. I really don't. Money line. Shaq Moore being in the 2026 World Cup squad. Oh, he's a starter. Minus 480. Aaron Long being in the World Cup squad. Minus 10,000. Walker Zimmerman being in the Minus World Cup 100, squad. Minus 100,000. And he start. They're all starting. Like 100. <laughs> percent Over under game. 11. No. 13 MLS players in that squad. World Cup? Yeah. I still say under. <laughs> it has to be under, but it's going to be over. <laughs> All right. Even for the last World Cup, it was there was never a point in time where I was confident in the U.S. Even going against Iran, play, uh, Wales, Iran. Iran. Yep. I mean, England, I was kind of a given that, you know, that's going to be a fucking tough-ass game. They've still never beat us. Facts. But, like, going into the last game with Iran, someone that we should be walking over with the squad that we have and coasting Wolves at 1-0 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by what the fucking, I don't even know what the saying, but barely getting out of that shit. Skin yeah. of our teeth. I, I, I wasn't I, sure if that was it, but I was like, I'm not going to fucking embarrass myself. I remember being properly buzzed at Harper's Cell at, like, what, 6 o'clock in the morning <laughs> <for the laughs> <starting> <laughs> tables. And then I see, I'm, like, confident for some reason. I'm like, dude, we're going to fucking beat the Dutch. Um, then I see a bald, shining head mm-hmm. on the TV, and all my hopes went down the drain. And then we made no fucking adjustment in the second half for that game. And just got walked over. Yeah. Well, it's not great, obviously, for the men's national team. There's no hope right now, hopefully. We figure that situation out. But what there is hope for is another Orlando City soccer season. We start out this year the same feeling we have every year, potentially even better because of the the finish that we had last year and and the the quality that we have on this team. But you know how it is being an Orlando fan. It's the what's it what is it, Zach? It's the hope that kills you. Mm. It's the hope that kills you, and we're at that hopeful point right now as we see the boys take on Brazilian Giants. Flamingo. Flamingo. No, we're not uncultured. It is Flamingo. No, it's Flamingo. Flamingo. With an I. Ingo. (laughs) Why so aggressive? That was a a nice moment. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Got to Americanize it, though. So, yeah, we get to see 
the boys take them on here at Exploria Stadium on Saturday. Um, first minutes for Nico Lodero in the squad, most likely, because no Ojeda. So, yeah. unless Loyola is going to start for us, it should be Nico. Yeah. Love that. First game. And then we've all said, nah, shouldn't be Lodero starting. I'll be at, at a preseason friendly. Yeah, but we're kind of forced into a situation that we definitely didn't want to oh, be yeah. in to begin with. So, But I'm not. I, I, ooh, classic. Ooh, yeah. English is hard. <laughs> now I just forgot what I was going to say. Um, I was going to say maybe we could see Facundo at the 10, but then who the fuck goes out right? Nobody, because we don't have nobody there. Enrique. Or... Kyle Smith out right. Thoughts? Kyle Kyle Smith bombing down the wing. Imagine. Kyle Smith right back. Holiday right mid. Holiday right back. Kyle Smith what right we, mid. What are we talking about? We're playing a 3-5-2. Flamengo. No, we're talking about Pedro playing the nine. No. No, Robin, no. Robin playing the three, nine. 3-5-2. Pedro, Pedro and at Robin. the 10. Robin's at the 10. No, no. Robin's at the nine. He's our most clinical finisher at the club. <laughs> then you have Pedro just behind him feeding him in. Facundo and goal. No. Fuck. What no. are you talking about? Schlegel. No. It's got to be Schlegel. It's We are putting Felipe in goal. The shortest. No, I need Vanel Felipe is... as close to Pedro as he can get in the midfield. <laughs> For what? Back him up, bro. Pedro's <laughs> got enough up. Brexit in him. I don't care. He does. I need more. I need more. More. <laughs> more passion. So, realistically. We're going to see Nico, like we were saying, in the midfield. We should see Cesar and, and Wilder again. Hopefully they build on the pairing we saw last year. Um, hopefully Angulo starts off on the right foot out there and or the left foot, either one, score. That's all we're asking for at this point. Yep. Um, Duncan should be up top. If not, Jacqueline, I Is expect. He, he should still he, with another's. No, he should yeah, be. No, you know, that was the only friendly. Yeah, the, the the camp's gone, so he should be back. He may not start. Jacqueline may actually get the start, or Enrique, but he's fit. Obviously, he's been training with the men's national team. He played here last year. It's not a new system. Like he should be able to slot right back in. Poor international guys got the shortest off season. Yeah, of all time. But it's kind of like we said. Maybe it's not a bad thing, especially for the way we ended off hot. That's rough. You get a month off, and you're going for 11 months after that? It's the game we 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 have now, you know? It's around the world. Classic money, greedy people. Uh, yeah, so we don't have a whole lot to talk about on Flamengo because it's preseason friendly. We're just kind of excited to go out there and see the boys play. Um, also, you can't find anything about them. That's true. And supposedly they play a game in Brazil the same day they play us. Mm, shout that out Football. Classic four ten. Although they did lose two games the other day, one to Philadelphia and one to someone in Brazil again, according to Footmob. <laughs> <back> so <laughs> <laughs> shout out Footmob, always reliable. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we see Duncan dunk on David Luiz a little bit. What a sight that would be! That'd be that'd be great. Um, don't know how I feel about that guy. David Luis. Yeah, am I gonna be? Ex- am I gonna be excited to see him in there? 
Or am I just going to have all the Chelsea memories rush back to me and hate that guy? Should be PTSD from all the shit he's put you through. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is, like, is it just going to be, like, seeing Lucas Mora in my stadium and now all of a sudden it's just a rage that... Pretty much, yeah. David Luiz. Well, you, so you've seen one of the great double agents in Willian. A, one of the greatest double agents of all time. And now you get to see one of the other great double agents from Chelsea Arsenal and David Luiz. So I think it'll be a fantastic sight. Don't see anything wrong. You have a double agent on your team in Mihailo Mudrik, so. We don't um, need him, do we? So we made you guys pay $80 million for him just to go out there and shit the bed. Signing of the su- signing of the summer Cole Palmer? For all for us to go sign Leandro Trissard for oh, yeah. 20 mil. I can't wait for him to retire in two years. Who? Trissard. Dude's 27. Retire. 29 is old. Tire. <laughs> Your knees hurt. Tire. My knees do hurt. Yes. Yeah, facts. Um, yeah, so show out. If you got tickets, be loud. We hope that you have it a good time. 29. Mm. Two years. Retired. <laughs> I was on it. Are we doing the damn thing? Huh? What damn thing? Outside gate C or no? We are doing the damn thing. So Zach we will are be, doing it. I will be there. You will be there. Bro. I will also be there. I, yeah. will <laughs> That's news to me. <laughs> be there. Yeah, you guys will be there. If not, I'll be there. And I will be there. So Ooh. you may you may see the better fan reacts this time. We'll see. We'll put a poll out, out there after and I'll probably get wrecked in it, but you know. We'll say stop the cap. This is, the, this is the best duo right here. Couch v. Couch. We'll see what happens. Couch wars. You're getting sober Bryce to start the season. Yeah. Ooh. So he, to, he'd actually probably be decent behind the camera. <laughs> Depends how the game goes, to be honest. That camera, we you might have to buy a new camera. <laughs> yeah. But we shall see. There will be somebody out there outside of Gate C. We'll figure out how we're going to get it done. Come by, see us. Speak your mind. Put your two cents in there. And get this season rolling off, hopefully, for a win from the boys. Um, you guys got anything else you want to say? Fuck Anthony Taylor. Is that just going to be a classic pod ending? I don't now? even know. The refs? Are you going to talk about the scab? Oh, dude. The scab ref? Shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I did read a bunch of that. Just um, for this. Yeah. Well, Do you want to... Well, just like the pro referees, they're shit. And so are we about talking about them? Because who gives a fuck? Well, so the quick rundown of it is that they signed a little extension through the 31st of this month so they could go through fitness training and preseason programs and stuff. That uh, is basically over in nine days, whenever the 31st. Um. They got through all that. They resumed negotiations on the 23rd of this month. So tomorrow of recording, they want more money. I think, that, what was it, 90? They want a 90% pay increase. 90? 90% pay increase. They almost want to double their money, which is ridiculous <laughs> with the product that we're getting on the pitch. So, Yeah, we're not seeing an increased product, so I don't see that 90% increase. I mean, I don't know what they're making, but it's too much. 
I I'll can tell you shit, that. Much. If anything, it should be negative ninety percent. Because that was negative a hundred. Yes. You should get. You get a new contract, but you lose half your money until performance goes up. And if you have good matches, then your pay re increases. Yeah. Why don't we do incentive based pay like that? Like, you call a good match and you get paid. Get a little bonus. You know. The problem is we'd have no referees. I. We ref. don't. Already, that's the problem we have right now. We don't have refs, so we're already in that problem. I want you as my referee to begin because I'm better than any of them out there. Are you though? Oh, 100%. Can you jog around for 90 minutes? No, he's the fourth, he's just holding up the board on the side. Unless you're the one in AFCON from two years ago where you try to hold up the added minutes and the ref blows the whistle 17 (laughs) seconds early. Heat exhaustion, bro. (laughs) Heat exhaustion, something minute. It was there was the first one he blew in the 85th, and then the second one was like (laughs) 89.43 as the ref was going to put the added minutes board up, and he blew the whistle. I was like, no, I'm done with this shit. And then proceeded to continue to walk off the field, have security come over and escort him off, and everything. Nizio was pissed. (laughs) Shit, I'd be too. Can you imagine Alan Chapman blowing the whistle in the 85th minute? He's not making it out alive, and then leaving before 90 minutes is up. Wild. Wild scenes. He did almost there. try to do that technically. Yeah. And then NYCFC playoff game. Oh yeah. He did try to end it early. I mean, wild scenes over there in the Afcon. Hopefully we don't have stuff like that happening over here with these scab refs. We'll f- we'll hopefully have more information on the next episode as more conversation comes up and we have more details on this whole situation. We're going on an hour Damn. for this episode, so. If you're here, still here, we appreciate you for coming in. All the links for all our content is in the description. Make sure you hit those links. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Turn on the notification bell because fan reacts are starting up this week, and we will not let you know when it's out. You will find out by clicking the notification bell. Hopefully, you guys are having a good one. Hopefully, we see everybody out there on Saturday, and thank you for tuning in.